You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, Ariel brings out some tools from her massage toolbox to help you with your self-care regime. Want some tips to feel better? Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Often in this show, I do share stories of incredible women and also tips and ideas to power you in life. Today, I am sharing some of the tools I use with my clients and students to help you with your self-care. This is part of a series, and I wanted to give you some information that I thought was useful. So in winter, some of us engage in sports that are different from our usual routine, like skiing or snowshoeing or walking dogs on ice. Sometimes that's because we have to walk them, not because it's a sport that we want to do, but it happens, right? And sometimes you have slip and falls, or sometimes you experience muscle soreness, or sometimes we're inside hiding out from the cold, probably sitting too much. Either way, we can have sore muscles or not feel our best. Did you know that muscles can be sore from too much activity or not enough activity? It seems our bodies do need movement, flow, and exercise, but if we do something different, Something that's not our normal routine, right? We use our muscles in a different way or we start a new exercise program or we just do something that's out of the norm for us. It takes a while for the body to adjust and it's sore in the meantime, which is one of the reasons why some people don't continue that new workout program that they started. They do it, they feel the pain, and then they just have a hard time pushing through to the next level. The soreness can end up being an excuse for not working out and I want to keep that as something that you don't do. So I'm going to give you some tools to address different areas. I'm also going to give you some tools to help with mood and also help you with having more energy because a lot of times people's energy is a little bit low and I want to make sure that you have the ability to feel better whenever you can. So how do we get things moving? So a lot of times when we exercise quite a bit or not enough, as in hours of hours of sitting on Zoom calls or watching too much TV or gaming, lymphatic fluid accumulates when it should be circulating. And one of the things I've noticed, especially in the last few years, is in the back part of the body, especially on the rear end, the glutes and the hamstrings and the lower back where we're sitting, that's where people have a lot of pain. And what's going on is that there's lymphatic fluid that's accumulating there. And even sometimes when we're exercising, that soreness you're feeling, that's microscopic tearing in the muscle fossicles. So the muscle fossicles tear a little bit and then they grow back stronger. And that's why we build muscle tone when we're exercising. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated.
And that tearing in the muscle fascicles affects us because it activates the inflammation response as a part of healing. And so lymphatic fluid goes to the area and it accumulates. So when this happens, there are these little tiny chemical constituents that accumulate in the area as part of the inflammation response. And one of those is called substance P, and there's some others as well. And they cause an activation of pain receptors. So that can make it hurt, right? So how do we get this fluid moving, right? We can have it from not moving enough or moving too much, right? So how do we cause the area to stop hurting? One way to do this is through moving lymphatic flow. So this exercise I'm going to give you is not talking about the pain that has to do with like stenosis, which is bone tissue closing around nerves. You need a surgery for that, actually. Um, I'm not talking about impinged discs, right? That's something else entirely. I'm just talking about basic muscle soreness here. So movement is one way to get that lymphatic fluid flowing and getting those chemical constituents out of the tissue. You can start with the technique they teach in Qigong classes. It's, it's a shaking movement where you start with flopping your hands back and forth, and then you wiggle your arms, and then when you wiggle your shoulders, and then you wiggle your hips, and you wiggle your torso, and you wiggle your head and your legs and your knees and feet, and eventually everything is wiggling. And if you do this up to one to two minutes, you're going to feel a change in your body because you are definitely moving things around. Blood, lymph, and chi. BLC, not BLT. That's a joke. I like to find ways to help people remember this stuff. So when you do that shaking, it's a great start to your day. And sometimes it's a good mood elevator. It'll make you laugh, which is awesome. Another way to get lymphatic fluid moving is to alternate taking hot and cold dips in pools. So like if you happen to be at a spa where they have hot and cold pools, try to spend at least a minute or longer in each of those. And I'm telling you, it is invigorating. The thing you can also do is take hot and cold showers. And if you do this, it'll also activate a change in your body, your endocrine system responds to the change in temperature, and that creates a whole series of responses in your body. And one of them is to open up lymphatic flow and get lymphatic fluid moving. It is intense. It's awesome. And if you can stand it, do it because it's a great way to get things moving. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about another way to stimulate blood lymph and chi flow in the body by working with acupressure points that you can use to address common issues. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness or massage we have online and in-person courses for you find us on facebook at hubbard education group that's hubbard education group or go to www.arielhubbard.com that's www.arielhubbard.com and if you're on clubhouse you can find ariel hubbard by looking up ariel hubbard a-r-i-e-l-h-u-b-b-a-r-d And we're back. 
So before I teach you some points to work with, I need to teach you how to massage them. Okay, now there are a lot of different ways you can do this. I'm gonna give you two tips. I'm gonna give you tapping, and I'm gonna give you finger circling, okay? And the reason why I'm gonna give you these two, and again, there are many other ways to do it, these are two ways that you can learn just by listening to this podcast, and they're pretty simple. Okay, let's talk about tapping first. Okay, so tapping tapping is not just like tapping of keys on a keyboard. Like if you hear me touching the keyboard, you might hear a tapping sound. Tapping is a way to create flow of lymph, but it's also a way to stimulate energy flow and blood flow in a specific part of the body. And tapping, you can use fingertips it sets up a vibration of kinetic energy through the tissue. You could also use the back of your fingertips. And that's good if you are ever tapping on your back. And you can also use the palm of your hand, like the flat of your hand. You could also cup your hand. These are all ways to get things moving. It's a way to wake up parts of the body. And if you watch people do Tai Chi, a lot of times they'll do tapping along the body to wake up the body before they do Tai Chi. In the next episode of the pod, I'm going to cover this more. But for right now, we're talking about it for acupoints. Okay. So I'm going to teach you finger circles next. But I need to teach you about Kyo and Jitsu and neutral points first. So most pain in acupoints or tsubos as they're called traditionally comes from either an overabundance of chi or a deficiency in chi, which is life force energy. So jitsu means full as in too much energy, and kyo means empty as in not enough energy. So when you're like massaging your body, right, and you come across the area where you press on it, it, it says, ow, it's a fullness in jitsu. It's too much. It's like a high energy accumulation, which has to be dispersed. If it's sharply painful or it's slippery, like you move over a muscle and, and your fingers slide off of it, it's ticklish and it's resistant or it feels hard or like a ridge or point, it's probably jitsu. It literally feels like it's pushing you away. If you find a spot like that on the acupoints that I'm going to suggest to you, you're going to want to go counterclockwise. Jitsu areas respond to more active or dispersing quality of touch. So the tapping works for jitsu or sedation, which is counterclockwise circles. When jitsu areas are massaged, you're going to feel that resistance or pushing away sensation. It's also called turgidity, and then you're going to feel it gradually disperse and it's pretty incredible because sometimes really painful areas will just stop hurting after you know 10 to 20 seconds of making a counterclockwise circle in that area so that's jitsu so kyo or empty areas respond to a more nurturing slower touch you could just hold the areas you could press on them gently those are called gentle compressions or you could make a clockwise circle. So Kyo is empty, so it needs energy. So we call that tonification when we're giving it energy. So Kyo is palpated, when that means felt, 
as a point that craves attention or it wants to be held, and it often feels soft, squishy, swollen, or cold. So a lot of times, cold feet, cold hands, those are Kyo. They're deficient in energy. Pain in Kyo areas feels like soreness, achiness, or a neeniness. And if you pay attention to your body, you're going to start feeling this feeling like, hey, are you going to massage me or what? And that's the feeling you're going to feel. Okay. When Kyo areas are massaged, they feel like they're pulling you in. You feel like you're being pulled into those areas. And I love this description. It's from a book called Shiatsu for Horses. And it says the words Kyo and Jitsu describe the distortion or imbalance of energy within the meridian lines, misplaced energy that needs to redistribute itself to regain balance. Kyo is hypo. That's not enough. And Jitsu is hyper. That's too much. So if you um, ever massage along meridian lines, which you can find those meridian lines if you just do searches online, you can see indentations. Those are deficiencies. Those are Kyo. There's not enough energy. And something that pokes out or protrudes is Jitsu. Kyo areas need to be patiently nurtured and tonified. And Jitsu areas can take stronger techniques like tapping because they need to be sedated. When an area is, feels neutral, like there's no sensation of pain or a need for energy, it means that the energy in that point is balanced. So you don't need a massage there. So I'm going to tell you some points. So when you touch these different points, you could touch a point and it might feel like it's pushing into your hand, like it's a sharp sensation. And that is going to be jitsu. If you hold one of these points, I suggest, and it pulls you in, that's kyo. Like it, it has a neediness to it. That means it needs to be tonified. It needs to be receiving a clockwise massage, like a small circle that's clockwise from your point of view. It's like you're drawing, you're pressing your finger in and drawing a circle. And that's what Kyo areas need. And if you massage one of these points, I'm going to suggest, and you don't feel anything, it's neutral, which means it doesn't need anything. And you can move on to the next point. So now I'm going to give you some suggestions for some places to massage and some of the things that happen when you massage them. So the meridians have different names. And you're going to see abbreviations like CV means conception vessel. And you're going to see a number like 17. And that shows you the number of that point on that meridian. In the show notes, I say the name of the points. And I'm going to give you links to click on that you could go look at to see an image of this point. Okay. You can also just look on your phone, type in CV17 and on Google, and then there's a tab up above. There's several tabs that show up, and you click on the images tab, and you'll see where this point is, okay? So CV17 is in the center of the chest. It's in the same area as the heart chakra, except it's also an acupoint. And when you massage this area, press in here. Does it feel like it hurts? Like it's, um, let's see if I can describe it. Like it pushes against you, or you touch it, and it feels sharp. Does it feel... Kyo, like it's pulling you in or like it's needing to be touched, or does it feel neutral? So if it feels sharp, you're going to go counterclockwise, okay, and make some counterclockwise circles and go ahead and do this for usually 10 to 20 seconds, okay?
If it does feel sharp, you can also tap that point because it's jitsu. So you can tap it and that will help disperse or sedate that energy. If it feels needy or like it needs love, you go clockwise. Now, CV17 opens up feelings of compassion, love, and caring for self and others. So sometimes in winter, we feel a little bit depressed or sad. And when we open up this part of our body and our energy flow, it helps us focus on other people. It helps us focus on the feeling of love. And that can be really helpful in wintertime. So the next point is going to be lung one. This point's about an inch above the top of the breast tissue, okay? And again, you can look this up and see where it is online. It's called the letting go point. And it's excellent to release grief, sadness, heaviness. It can also be helpful for asthma sometimes or tension in the chest due to anxiety. Again, a good point for this time of year. So when you press on it, does it push into your hand? Then go counterclockwise. If it pulls you in, go clockwise. And if it doesn't feel like anything, it's neutral. And just take a moment to feel this. How does this feel? And one side can feel different from the other. So if it pushes in or it's like, ow, that sensation, or like a burning sensation, you could also tap it, okay? And what will happen is as you're massaging this point, you're probably going to notice that you go, ah, like that, okay? And that's a breathing release. And that means that you're letting go of something. And this happens at any point when you do massage. So if you receive massage and you're finding yourself sighing, what's actually happening is you're releasing congested energy out through your lungs. And also just a fun little fact, your therapist might also breathe either right before you or at the same time as you, and they're also helping you move energy. So try one side and then the other for lung points and lung one. And again, go counterclockwise if it's sharp or tap it until it starts feeling like it's more neutral. If you don't feel anything, it's neutral. But if it pulls you in, it means it's cute. It means it's a little deficient. Go clockwise. Remember to do this on both sides and notice the difference. Great. Now we're going to go to CV6. This is one point. It's in the center of the body. It's on the same meridian as CV17. It's called the sieve energy point. It's good when your energy is low. It's usually about an inch or two below your belly button. And this point's helpful when you're feeling tired. It helps open up energy flow in the body and it leaves you feeling energized. And it's a good idea. You could tap this. You could massage it counterclockwise if you feel like there's too much energy here. Or you can massage it clockwise if you feel like it needs some stimulation. So go ahead and check this out. How does this feel when you massage this point? Does it feel like it needs something? Or does it feel like you're good, like it's neutral? Or does it feel like it needs to be dispersed? So go ahead and check that out and just notice when you massage it, you could also just hold it too. That's another way to massage it. Um, holding it and touching it, that's actually for when it's feeling kyo. And just notice when you have a breathing release, like I just had one. Okay, fantastic. 
The next grouping of points is three points along the inside of your wrist, the midline about an inch above your wrist. They're called pericardium four, five, and six. And these points are great for nausea and they're great for motion sickness. And uh, there are these bracelets. They're not bracelets. They're like a piece of stretchy cloth with a little bead that's white. They're usually gray with a white bead. It's not exactly a bead, but it looks like a bead. And what happens is you wear this and you put the white bead on one of these points and it helps with morning sickness for pregnant women. But you can also wear these if you have motion sickness or if you're going on a boat or something or in a helicopter, you could wear these as well. And you can also just massage them. So there are three points. So if you massage along the midline of the inside of the arm, about an inch above the wrist, just massage these points and feel them, four, five, and six, and just take time on each side and feel them. And does anything feel achy or sore, like it's pulling you in? That's Q. Q is clockwise. Does it feel turgid, like it's pushing you out? That's too much energy. That's jitsu. Go counterclockwise or tap. Or does it feel neutral? And you'll feel and massage it, usually 10 to 20 seconds until you feel release. Or you sigh. Or the pain goes away. It's pretty amazing, actually, how quickly the pain or discomfort can disperse and it will make your muscles relax. It's really, really interesting. It's literally like pushing a button and your muscles relax. And when you have a chance, start going on the other side. Go about an inch above the wrist and start palpating four, five, and six. They're about half an inch apart from each other. And just press. Does it feel like it wants to be dispersed? Does it feel like it wants more energy? Does it feel neutral? And go ahead, and when you find a point that feels like it's calling you to give it energy, go clockwise. And do that for at least 10 seconds. And then when you feel like you have a sigh or the tension goes away or the muscles relax, go to the next point. And does that feel like it's pushing you out? Go counterclockwise. And do that for at least 10 seconds. Fantastic. You're doing great. And then do the third point. And when you massage that point, how does that feel? Does it feel neutral? Does it feel like it pushes you out? You could also tap it. If it feels like it pulls you in, you could just hold it also. Okay. So finish massaging that and then wait for the sensation to change the muscles to relax, or you just have a sigh like that. And then just take a moment and check in. We massaged a point at your heart that's great for elevating mood and helping you get out of a feeling blue in wintertime. We massaged points about an inch above the breast tissue that help you let go of sadness and heaviness, but also can help with asthma or tension in the chest or anxiety. We massaged a point below the belly button that helps you get energized. And we massaged pericardium four through six on the inside of the wrist. Just notice how did you feel after you did that? 
And how does it feel to take a moment for yourself? Is there satisfaction? Is there a sense of peace, relaxation? Now, really, this doesn't take very long to do this. So if you say, I don't have time to take care of myself, that really isn't actually true because you can do some of this stuff in five to 10 minutes or less even. You can massage these points while you're watching TV, while you're waiting in line. You can massage them while you're having breakfast. These are points that are available to you and there's a lot that you can do with them. We also talked about the lymphatic system. We talked about the therapeutic shaking or wiggling that they do in Qigong. And we also talked about hot and cold water treatment as well. So I do hope that you enjoyed this information. If you need more help, but you need someone else to give you a massage, you can work with me. My number is 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618. I have almost 30 years of experience and a lot of training. I'd love to help you out if you need a massage. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening. This is part of a series and I have more to come in the next episode. So thanks for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.